this is Jen of JenniferThayerKnight.com. One of the most asked questions is, why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? The story of Job gives us some insight into this question. This week's post, why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? When I first started getting sick in 2018, Every test the doctors did came back perfect. I could hardly walk, my arms twitched, my blood pressure was through the roof, but all tests said I was in peak health. As I continued seeking a diagnosis, I began receiving calls, emails, and visits from friends who thought they had the answer. I know everything presented was out of love, but it became overwhelming. I do this too. We want to help each other, so we offer thoughts on diagnoses based on similar symptoms that we've experienced. In our efforts to support, we don't realize the stress we add. Friends told me of all the doctors I should visit, their theories on what I had, supplements I should take, and diets I should adhere to. Then, when a diagnosis still didn't come, I had others that wanted to pray for me because they thought maybe I had picked up a demon from a place I visited in the Middle East. This friend came over and shared her story of something similar that had happened to her. Don't get me wrong, I believe this can happen. I just didn't feel like that's what was happening at that moment. Again, I felt gratitude for the love they were all showing. I knew they had my best interest at heart, but it was overwhelming. At times, I felt weak, confused, and at a complete loss of what to do next. I had to pray to God to clear out all the voices and guide me to what He wanted. And He did. He sent me to a wonderful doctor, and this was a doctor that was recommended by a friend, and I received my diagnosis in months instead of years. Due to the lack of good testing, many Lyme disease patients wait years for a correct diagnosis. As I've read the book of Job, I have thought about this with his three friends. They came intending to help him, but caused him great distress. Dr. Bill Creasy teaches on Job beautifully. He says that Job is seeking answers to why this was happening to him. We do the same. We want to know why. Job was a good man. Why did these bad things continue to happen? The three friends share their thoughts, but are not accurate with God. Friend one, Eliphaz. He's the voice of experience. Job 4, 7, and 8 of the New Living Translation says, Stop and think. Do the innocent die? When have the upright been destroyed? My experience shows that those who plant trouble and cultivate evil will harvest the same. Eliphaz claims Job cannot be innocent. He tells Job that experience says you reap what you sow. You must have done something wrong because God does not punish the upright. So why does God allow bad things to happen to good people? Does God punish the upright? In the books of the Bible leading up to Job, if God's people followed what God said, God blessed them. If they fell away from God, trouble came. But Job shows us something completely opposite. The book of Job begins by saying, In Job 1.1, there once was a man named Job who lived in the land of Uz. He was blameless, a man of complete integrity. He feared God and stayed away from evil. 
That's in the New Living Translation. This does not sound like the description used in the Bible when someone was not following God. Here we get our first picture of bad things happening to good people. We don't like it. It's not fair, and it's hard for us to wrap our minds around. Friend two, Bildad, the voice of tradition. Job 8, 3 and 4 of the New Living Translation says, Does God twist justice? Does the Almighty twist what is right? Your children must have sinned against him, so their punishment was well deserved. Bildad agrees God does not punish the innocent. He concluded Job's children must have sinned, and that brought their demise. Can you imagine what this must have done to Job's heart? What would you think if all of this was happening to you and someone says that your sins and your children's sin is the cause of their deaths? It would probably not help you in the moment. Tradition can often dig us deeper into despair. Traditions can be good, but when we allow them to dictate our actions versus following God, it can lead us in the wrong direction. We need to come to God and ask for his wisdom and not the ways of man. Friend three, Zophar, the voice of religion. Job eleven thirteen through 15 of the New Living Translation says, If only you would prepare your heart and lift up your hands to him in prayer. Get rid of your sins and leave all iniquity behind you. Then your face will brighten with innocence. You will be strong and free of fear. Zafar suggests if Job were more holy, this would not have happened. Churches that are more focused on religion than Jesus would have this same focus too. When life is not rainbows and unicorns, you must have done something wrong in their eyes. What all three friends missed was seeking God for what was going on with Job. They came to help but with their own ideas of why everything had transpired. Nowhere does it convey that they inquired of God. Job keeps doing that. He listens to their accusations and then turns to God again and again, asking, why? Why, God? Why is this happening? Sometimes our prayers can only be help. They can only be why. Sometimes that's all we can get out. And then, and that's not bad. God still is listening. I used to feel like I was dishonoring God by asking why, but the seeking only brought me closer. The verses never say that Job's friends sought God before they gave their opinions. If they had, maybe they would not have given their condemning advice. We read in the first two chapters that all of this happens because of a conversation between God and Satan. God knew Job could handle the trials and allowed Satan to destroy him. Again, this does not align with our cultural views, where we should not hurt one's feelings. But I interpret this as God allowed bad things to prove that Job could prevail. He could go through the trial and still stay strong in his faith. And God restored everything and blessed him even more. Amid my whys to God, one day I heard him say, because I knew you could handle it. I had to ask him a few more questions, but in the end, I knew God would use this illness for his glory. 
I like nothing that goes along with Lyme disease or its co-infections, but if God intends to use it to bring others to him, I am honored to know he thought I could handle it. Has God ever used a trial that you've gone through to bring him glory? If you're willing, please share your story or experience in the comments below. As always, remember, you can go over to my website, jenniferthayernight.com, and ask for prayer on my contact page. I also have a list of healing scriptures that's available to you through the link in the show notes. I encourage you to read those and learn how to pray them over yourself or a friend or loved one. And please feel free to share that link with anyone.